Do you remember the coronavirus? Well then you'll love this collection of sound bites from the past few years. Introducing, now that's what I call COVID-19, Animal Origins Edition. Including such timeless classics as, it came from a bat. That someone was out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses in bats, got infected, went into a lab, and was being studied in the lab, and then it came out of the lab. Or who could forget, never mind, the science now shows that it actually came from a pangolin. From the South China Agricultural University suggests that pangolins may have been a source of the continuing coronavirus outbreak. As reported by the Xinhua News Agency, the evidence reportedly comes from the work done by the researchers at the university. The scientists took samples of coronaviruses from pangolins and sequenced the virus's genetic material. Or our new favorite trending theory, <laughs> it. it may have started in bats, but it was really from a raccoon dog or something. Pandemic in a century most likely started in bats and jumped to humans through an intermediate animal host, possibly a mink, raccoon dog, or a civet, among others, according to the WHO convened joint study obtained by PBS NewsHour. That's right. Call 1-800-555-8238 and get your copy today. And if you call now, you can get two copies for the price of two more copies. Because, yeah, you're probably too stupid to realize you're being played. Do you need a musical booster to elevate your mood? Then why not buy three copies? Hell, if Dr. Fauci was here, he'd recommend you buy one every month. So what's stopping you? No one ever said COVID came from a sheep, but you sheeple people sure are the reason why it's still here and probably never going away. So by all means... Keep on believing every f***ing thing these people tell you. Again, now that's what I call COVID-19 Animal Origins Edition. This infomercial was brought to you by Pfizer. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 45 of Thinking. And there you just heard an outstanding cold open. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, actually, I'm not gonna lie. There's been there's been better days. I have an issue going out in my going on in my backyard with a dead skunk. I'm not gonna lie. That called the police, and uh, they told me to just double bag it and throw it in the woods. And animal control or anything like that just doesn't exist or won't doesn't do house calls. So I got to deal with the situation as soon as we're done recording. I got to get a dead skunk out of my backyard. Smells dead skunks. Yes. Well, that's that's a smell that we can all relate to, isn't it? Actually, it's a very very good point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, or or my Mars Madness bracket. Anything anything you want to anything going on. Yeah. If it smells like shit, it must be shit. And that's uh, running to our next point, Joe. Good segue into our March Madness bracket. Purdue. Thank you, Siri. Uh, Purdue. They are the dead skunk of the weekend. I mean, how do you lose to Fairleigh Dickinson? Fairleigh Dickinson didn't even win their own conference tournament. And they were in the tournament by default because Merrimack, 
was like transitioning to Division One, and they were like on this like probation period. So Fairleigh Dickinson makes the tournament, and they beat freaking Purdue. What a, what an embarrassment! If you prepare enough, there you go. I mean, evidence they 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 prepared. That was their Super Bowl or March Madness. That was their national championship. That game, um, they probably did every minute or every every minute to Purdue leading that week. So good yeah. for them. I had Purdue winning at all my bracket. I can't. Um, I did as good as Joe Biden did, who was Arizona, I believe. So <laughs> as soon as I saw that he picked Arizona, I tried to get in that bar and, John and change it. And it was just like a minute too late. I honestly was going to have them losing in the second round. <sighs> <sighs> oh, man. What a, what a weekend of college basketball. Thursday and Friday were unbelievable. We saw uh, Furman beat Virginia. And a last second buzzer beater. Uh, Princeton beat Arizona. I think a 15, 13, and a 16 all won. So we are off to the Sweet 16 Thursday and Friday, Joe. Yes, we are. Going to be fun. Who'd you pick? The, oh, you said you took Kansas and Purdue. Oh. Uh, there's one. Uh, I, I don't know if I did three. But I have Gonzaga is like my only thing still alive. And I had Texas going far in all of them, but that's that's it. Everything else sucks. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we might as well just get into it because we have a lot to go over today. Uh, we didn't get the bonus episode out last week because of March Madness. My actually, I haven't looked or really talked about anything other than March Madness and college basketball since Thursday. So uh, I was relying on you for a lot of information and, and keeping me up to date on what was going on. Uh, but one major story we're all waiting for with bated breath is the indictment of President Trump. He tweeted out that might come today. We've seen barricades set up in lower Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Barricades. barricades. I think every news camera on planet Earth is in lower Manhattan right now, waiting for an indictment to come out, uh, waiting for the handcuffs, the perp walk, the fingerprinting, all that stuff. So, Joe... Donald Trump. We we need to talk about this. We said this Tuesday before Fox News reported on Friday or anyone. We said this is probably going to be coming up. We said in the next few weeks, and sure enough, on Friday of that week, it, Fox News reported it. Someone else reported it, and then Donald Trump started truthing. I guess you the term is about it. Yeah, so something happened that we're not privy to. That's what Jack Posobiec said. Jack Posobiec had dinner with him down at Mar-a-Lago last week, and then. Uh, I guess Trump made no mention of the indictment. And then all of a sudden, the next day, Poso tweeted something had changed. Uh, looking on Fox News right now, NYPD all hands on deck. Capitol Police calling more manpower ahead of potential Trump arrest. Joe, before we get into what we're going to talk about regarding this indictment, do you view an, an indictment or an arrest as something that would benefit Trump in the 2024 election because we saw Elon Musk, who is one of the smarter people out there on planet Earth, say that if Trump gets indicted, he will win by a landslide victory in 2024. Joe, your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it more than does good for for him because it's all about optics and you're going to have people that are suffering, not just like suffering like how East Palestine's suffering, but just, I don't know, maybe 
are sick of going to the store and spending $55 to get a weekend's worth of food or $60 to get a couple dozen eggs at the grocery store. And they're going to say, why in the hell are they going after Donald Trump on a case that's actually passed the statute of limitations and he signed an NDA? It's just, it's so confusing. But the media, they have the media still that's going to go to bat for this prosecutor, I'm sure. And it's going to be a giant narrative war. So will it be good for him politically or for the 2024 election? Maybe, but it's not like they're going to let it be good for him. I mean, this is going to be a narrative war. I mean, this is it. This is no holds barred. All the stops are going to come out for this one now. So be prepared. Yeah. And we're going to get in. We're going to get into it. Believe me. We're going a to narrative war is a good, yeah. a good, a good, um, good way to put it, because this will be the narrative all the way through from the time this happens this week all the way through November of 2024. So 12, what, what are we talking about here, Joe? 20 months, probably. You're going to hear about this. So just so all of you know, listening out there, this will dominate the news for the next 20 months because this is all they're going to talk about. And this is the case they're going to use against him uh, when he runs in 2024. So, Joe, you have a quite the manifesto ready to go teed up. Don't call it that. Don't call it that. Or I'll start getting into your Latin mass language speaking that you guys do over there. You, you right-wing extremist. We can't All use right. words like manifesto when we're talking about this. The yeah, FBI is probably listening. It might raid your home. <laughs> Very possible. They're already setting up barriers probably and all kind of stuff, which we'll get into. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the floor is yours then. Okay. So let's go into this prosecutor real quick. The Manhattan DA that's making preparations to indict Trump is a Soros-funded progressive. That's all you need to know about him. Again, Soros-funded DA prosecuting a former POTUS and current leading, actually, in the polls to 2024 candidate on a charge of what? Lying about paying off a porn star, supposedly? But also, the statute of limitations is up. And didn't he sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement? So how is he supposed to talk about it when questioned? Admitting he did pay her off to a journalist would break the NDA. But who cares, right? Arrest them. Do whatever. Fine. I, I don't care. They can't arrest them. I can't wait, actually. But here's what I want to get into. Here's what I want to ask. When will others be held accountable for what they did the last three years? That's not part of the statute of limitations. Will the office of the Southern, Southern District of New York indict Andrew Como, who's responsible for thousands of seniors dying because he packed them into nursing homes? Nope. Not even a grand jury for him. He just gets to resign from being governor and then go on his merry way, I guess. Let him grope an aide, blame him on the sexual addiction, and he could just ride off into the sunset and everyone could forget about him. What about Peter Stroke, the FBI agent from uh, the Russiagate scandal? Or any of those other people that are involved in the now debunked Russiagate narrative? I'm looking at you too, mainstream media. You're complicit as well. So should these people be indicted? Or, or, or better, dragged out in front of Congress over and over again to reveal their sources, like we saw happen a few weeks ago with Matt Tiabi and uh, who are the other journalists from the Twitter files. Um, what about Joe Biden and his links to not only Ukrainian businesses, 
But companies like Metal Biota, whatever the hell the name is, what about the laptop? Get this. Hunter Biden is now suing. Did you hear people, people? That's basically an admission, which is an admission that the laptop is his, which makes me want to question as well. Whatever happened? Now, 51 Intel officials that said with such confidence, such confidence that the laptop story was fake and Russian disinfo weeks before the election. Should they be indicted or at least questioned under oath by Congress's in the hell they were so sure it was Russian disinfo and not a real freaking story? Or uh, what about billions of dollars Biden and his other family members received? Look at you, Jim Biden. Uh, last week, someone asked Joe while he was on his way to go back to his vacation home in Delaware, where I'll remind you, there are no visitor logs there to see who he's meeting with. Uh, let me play you that audio real quick here. If we could get Mark from the sound department to cue that up, please. Mark. Hey, just stand. Uh, oh my God. So look at this idiot. We don't have video. We need to get video at some point. But look at this idiot we call our president walking around the White House lawn looking like a fucking decrepit Egyptian mummy. Should, should the DOJ start asking Sleepy Joe some questions about this? Or I see the free press is trying a little bit, but maybe they could try a little harder. I mean, how many special counsels do we need? Clearly, John Durham is not enough. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not enough. They just basically say, F you, taxpayer. You'll get no answers. And like, just shut up and pay your taxes, a.k.a. your tab to Ukraine, while places like East Palestine, Ohio are completely forgotten. Anyone listening? Are you getting pissed off? What about you sheeple people in the back? Can you Can you understand this at all? Also, the 2020 election in Arizona. There was an individual, an individual that perjured himself on the stand regarding the size of the paper and the ballot printers. Whatever happened with that? Again, Katie Hobbs had two years of complaints about the machines down in Arizona. And on election day, there were still major issues with the size of the ballots in the printed paper. It's, it's, it's amazing. But whatever happened to that? Oh, oh yeah. Hey, Mr. Cheesel, that's right. The case was dismissed. I'll say it again for the sheeple people. The man responsible for printing the printing of the ballots perjured himself on the stand and the judge dismissed the case. Okay, um, what about Dr. Fauci and the fact that he lied to Congress under oath about gain of function? I mean, remember that whole COVID-19 thing that turned out turned our entire country upside down? Where's his indictment? More on him later, but what about Bill Clinton and Paula Jones? Are we going to rehash that next? What about Hillary? Unlike her, there's nothing dangerous about coming out and giving damning information on something you have on Trump. You won't, you won't commit suicide if you do that. Mark, where am I going wrong here? Oh, boy. Well, <clears throat> you know, you're seeing the mainstream media 
uh, you said this was a narrative war. They're, they're, they're starting, you're seeing this, the early infancy stages of what is going to be the next few weeks with this Trump indictment. And you're hearing it. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. I mean, it's like the robots and they're all in sync together. No one is above the law. And, 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 and that's what you're hearing. And it's, and they'll continue to say it until it, it, this is what mind control looks like. This is my, it's mind control. And they're all in sync. They do it together. If you think that what we're saying is crazy, please check yourself and think again, because we're not. It's, it's, it's amazing how in sync they are. I would love to see, you know, who, who disseminates these instructions to the mainstream media, you know, because they're all, it, it, literally, they're all in sync together. You know, we saw Tucker Carlson play some cl- uh, clips from um, Morning Joe, you know, in uh, Minka uh, Brzezinski saying, you know, an indictment is an indictment is an indictment. What are you talking about? You know, uh, it, it's just, it, it's amazing to see. And it's really, it, it's a shame that we can't get more of the country. We can't get like that 60 to 70% number to like wake up. Because we're only like at 45 to like 50 at most of people who are completely in tune to what's going on. The other 50% of the country will just go on with whatever the mainstream media says or not give two shits about it. We need to get to that, that 60 to 70%, Joe. And that's why one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is to hopefully open people's eyes to what is going on out there. So this will be the narrative. No one is above the law. We'll continue to say it. Um, you know, what, what is the crime, Joe, with, with what they're, indi- they're going to indict him for? We're talking about something that happened in 2016. Uh, whether he had an affair or not, it's irrelevant. He did pay $130,000 to Stormy Daniels. Um, but what, what's the crime, Joe? Is it, is it, was it campaign money? Her lawyer ended up in jail. Michael Cohen ended up in jail, who was representing Trump at the time. I mean, she's possibly in violation of an NDA. She also, um, she also, real quick, I hate to interrupt you, but she also said that her and Trump never had an affair in 2018. And I don't know what paper reporter took that story, but you could just Google it. It's there. Mm-hmm. She said it. So, they, I mean, you look at the day. How can Donald Trump continue to take this? If you I, I honestly think about this from this point of view, that since the moment this man ran for president, who, by the way, was very popular and well-liked prior to that, and since he announces he's running for president in 2000, whatever it was, 14 or 15, the attacks have been literally nonstop against him and against his family from that moment on. And here we are in 2023, and we are still going, you know, talking about this. It was Russia. It was the PP hoax, PP tape hoax. It was, uh, I mean, you name it. Uh, the documents, the, the Mar-a-Lago raid. And now we're now back at full circle. Oh, it was the phone call down in Georgia. And now we're back at full circle from 2016, a payment he made to Stormy Daniels, not to repeat the fact that they had an affair, or whatever it was, it's irrelevant. There was money exchanged. So what is the crime, Joe? This happens all the time. These settlements happen all the time. Uh, like you said, Bill Clinton and Paula Jones, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we could talk about other, sit here and talk about other crimes. I mean, Fauci, talk about perjury, perjured himself under oath 
um, in these hearings. So, Joe, what is the crime with Trump? What, what, are they, what are they actually, no one even knows. What are they actually going to be, what's the crime here? I, I, I guess that he slept with a porn star and supposedly somehow used campaign money or something that should be, cla- something that should be classified as campaign money. Money, something that could be classified as campaign money, to pay her off. Yeah, which ended up being—I mean, they—they they had a prosecutor that specializes in this kind of campaign finance. Well, I was looking at it and said, "Oh God, there's nothing here." Like, okay, maybe maybe it's just a character smear to not vote for him. But that doesn't make any sense because it looking like it might help them. They that need doesn't make to any sense. <laughs> I feel like that they're they're pursuing this because this is the only way, this is the only thing they could possibly get get him for. In air quotes, I, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he's not. Where does the Secret Service protection Joe end? If say he were to be convicted, you know what I'm saying? He can't. There's no way they're going to send him to jail. But hell of a precedent, though, if they arrest him. Yeah. Is he protected by the Secret Service when he may have to, you know, at all times? So let's think about that. If they do this, there's no turning back from this. This is this is literally like crossing the Rubicon, you know. They raided his house and took his passports and nothing ever came of that. We never got any information about your stolen nuclear codes. Trump was going to build a nuclear weapon and fire it from Mar-a-Lago at someone. Or I don't even know what the reasoning was. They took his passports and raided his home, and then the story just vanished. We're going to indict a former president of the United States for something that happened seven years ago because now we have a uh, Soros-funded DA in Lower Manhattan. And what do you mean by Soros-funded, Joe? He gave George Soros donated, what, money to his campaign? Or Correct. We've seen a number of these. Does DeSantis mention this? What happened? Um, I'm assuming it was just, I don't know if it, if, if it was to get him elected formally or somewhere or, or, or what, but at some point he took money from George Soros. Yeah. See, I have it so basically saying like, I'll run for DA and I'll go after Trump. That seems to be um, probably what his campaign was, you know, because what Joe, New York City in Manhattan voted for Biden like at an 80% clip. So, oh man, I can't believe this is going to happen. This is going to dominate the news cycle. And you know what, Joe? A lot of people will forget because this will dominate the news cycle. Everything else that's going on that will get swept under the rug or will get pushed out of the news cycle because of this. He's Palestine, uh, the banks, um, Ukraine. We're going to get into that in in a little bit. Um, Everything else will be pushed off to the side and they're going to use this as potentially a distraction to what else is everything else going on. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, it, we, we said this is going to happen, but I, I just don't understand how it's possible to happen like this for, for this case. You, you understand what I mean? Yeah. Out of all the things they're going to get him for this, especially when you heard nothing about the, the last time. Again, settlements happen, things happen, settlements out of court happen. I, I just, I'm not, I, I don't know where the crime is here. 
but I guess well, this is going to go probably go to a jury. I'm sure they'll they'll rig the jury with many people that you know uh, don't like Trump, and I'm sure he'll be convicted prior to the 2024 election. You can see the writings on the wall. I mean, there's going to be an indictment, a trial, and a conviction. All right, you can just bank on it. If it doesn't happen, I'd be shocked. All right, if, because let's segue into that though. When I, like when he is indicted or if he is indicted because they're already setting up barricades. If he does get indicted, stay away from any protest, especially the organized ones, because the feds want nothing more than to lure people out of their homes and into another January 6th. You think there won't be undercover feds in the crowds again? Sheeple people? Instead, I guess what you can do is you can call your congressman, you can call your senator, you can tell them how you feel. Um, you could talk to your neighbors and, and you, you could not accept, sorry, I don't like to talk about politics as a response because this isn't about politics anymore. Also, you could, to quote the, the, the great Luke Barber, talk about it on Facebook, talk about it on social media, arm yourself with facts and knowledge of the situation and argue with these idiots that don't know their asses from a hole in the ground. But whatever you do, at least right now in the immediate future, do not and I repeat, do not protest in the streets. It's exactly what they want you to do. So don't play into it. Instead, let this play out. Remember, this is now a way to legally introduce evidence. And Trump is going to get to call witnesses. And we're going to at least some form, see some form of a legal process play out. So, and it sets precedence, which is, which is good. Mark, do you have any talking points for people, Joe, uh, to use when speaking with people about this Trump, this Trump case? I mean, you could use the statute of limitations. You could use the Soros back DA. Uh, you could use the fact that what's it even over? Stormy Daniels cite the article from 2018. You have to Google it where she said she never had an affair with Trump. Um, it would be and I wanted to say this in closing, but it would be hilarious if, at the end if. Trump actually didn't even have an affair with Stormy Daniels or if it was something crazy, like it was Michael Cohen instead. And he stole money off Trump and did this. That would be funny, but he signed an NDA. He, he couldn't talk about it to journalists. And then you could also ask like, okay, why are they indicting a former president over this as a misdemeanor? And even if it was for a felony, it would have to be a federal charge, which a Manhattan DA cannot bring a federal charge. And then you could bring up the Mar-a-Lago raid, whatever happened with that, whatever happened with Russiagate. Look into Russiagate for yourself, arm yourself with facts, and argue with people. Whatever happened with that whole Russiagate thing where, you know, Trump was colluding with Russia and stole the 2016 election for sure, but the 2020 election was totally fine, and so was the 2022 midterms. Nothing else going on. I mean, there's, there's too many to list. We could have an entire show about arming yourself with facts. Yeah, again... <laughs> You're going to see a narrative. You're going to see the media. And it's like, they're like the aliens from Toy Story. No one is above the law. No one is above the law. So um, don't fool yourself here, guys. This is a, a former president of the United States. And you're going to bring this charge on him? Come on. This is what they do in communist regimes. All right. They're going to lock up. They're going to try to lock up the number one political opponent to the regime right now in advance of 2024. Let that sink in your head. For those of you listening, 
in the United States and across the world. The United States of America is going to lock up or attempt to lock up the number one political opponent to the regime in the United States in advance of this election next year. I'll give you one good thing, Mark. I'll give you one good thing that came out of this, especially um, bumped down to number three on the terrorist watch list are parents going to parent-teacher conferences and bumped down to number two, actually, Latin mass parishioners. So good thing for you, I guess. (laughs) You're now number two and number three, the terrorist most wanted list. You got the former president at number one. So lucky for you. I mean, if this doesn't just scare you in a way that this is the, what our country is, 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 is like now. I, mean, I don't know what is. I mean, they can go after the president. They'll go after anyone. And th- we are living in a regime, and as Jacques Basoba calls it, the global, globalist American empire is crumbling. So I don't know how this affects him going forward for 2024. I'll side with Elon Musk and, and agree that he, he should win in a landslide next year or yeah, next year. Wow. Next year. Um, but the conspiracy part of me that's in my DNA thinks that the CIA is not going to allow that to happen or the FBI and they will do whatever they need to do to make sure that he doesn't have the votes to win in 2024. Simple enough. Um, unfortunately, I wish I didn't think like that, but I just don't believe it's going to happen. Everything and everyone is against, and if the deep state will be against him. He has a very, very uphill battle uh, to 2024 to, to take back the White House. So we'll see. All right. Well, one question before we move on to Fauci. One question I want to ask you, it's just your opinion. And I guess you could choose to answer it if you don't want to, but what percentage of the U.S. population that is over the age of, we'll say like 17, we'll say 17 and older, are actually sheeple people that are that the wool is just so thick over their eyes that they just, and over their ears that they just can't see or understand any of this? Um, again, I'm going to go back to the 50% number. Uh, that's 50%? Number. Oh, no, we're, we're, we're screwed. I'm I'm telling you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I was hoping you would say like 20. I was thinking like 30. Do you want to go to the 81 million people that voted for Biden? Uh, Yeah, but a lot of those were fake people were just, who knows? There wasn't 81 million people that voted. There was 81 million ballots, but there wasn't 81 million people. We all saw the Ruby Ruby Ford or whatever her name was. They sent everyone home at the whatever the, the, the Staples Center in Georgia where the I think it's where the Hawks play. And they just started just throwing briefcases on the table with a bunch of ballots. Those weren't people, those were ballots. Let's be real. I'm telling you, Joe, it's 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 at least fifty percent. That's great. We can't we can't we can't break through that barrier. We can't break through that number because of the media. I mean I I, I don't know I don't know what else we can deal. You you always go back to saying this is your line. You know, we need to show them. We need to show them. Well, we are showing them and they still don't believe it. So I don't know. I don't know what else we could do. You know, it seems like you look at legacy media, Joe, you look at things like CNN, MSNBC, and you look at, um, broad, and you look at the, um, the networks, right? We see these, these legacy media companies dying off. Who's 
Look at all look at all the, the ratings for, for cable news on a Sunday. Fox News, Fox Business has the top 20 watch shows, right? Um, you look at all the top popular podcasts. You look at um, what gains them, has the most, uh, you know, um, most reach on social media are usually conservative voices, guys like Dan Bongino and, and people like him. So how are we still, how, how, can't, how are we breaking through? You know, I, I just don't, that's the part where I don't, that I don't get. Because how many people over the age of, like you said, 18, that you just asked me about, or cord cutters don't even have cable news. They don't even have uh, MSNBC. Are they just, these are the people that are, I think, completely brainwashed. And especially it's people, Joe, that are in our colleges and universities right now, the 18 or 22 group. You see the indoctrination going on at places like Stanford Law School. I mean, they don't even let you think like an independent human being. You have to go along with the narrative, the DEI um you know, social justice BLM narrative that they're pushing in colleges and universities. I don't know what else to say. I don't, I don't know how we're going to get past that 50% mark. But I wanted to put it at 30. When you're talking about just this Trump situation, I guess I would put it at like 30% of people are like, oh, well, yeah, if he slept with a porn star and then lied about it, then he deserves to go to jail for the rest of his life or at least a few years or be indicted. 70 year old man. But let's, let's, let's move on to, another sheeple people topic uh i guess i don't know when i put this on here what's what's the date from this this is from uh this is from kenneko the great on twitter this is pertaining to fauci the pentagon dick cheney and and believe it or not bioweapons so from kenneko the great on twitter it's Robert Kennedy Jr. telling Jimmy Dore that Anthony Fauci has been in charge of developing bioweapons for the Pentagon since 2002. And in 2014, three viruses escaped from a U.S. lab. So he moved his bioweapons research to the Wuhan lab. And that is actually fact. Obama, I believe, was the one that, I don't know if he did some kind of legislation or executive order that there was no more gain of function supposed to be allowed in the United States. But let's just hear Robert Kennedy, who is a Democrat candidate, I believe now, for president has to say. It's about a two-minute video. Bear with us. Is it going to play? Okay, Mark from the sound department, can you refresh? Thank you. ...about actually launching a full-blown bioweapons arms race because they said nobody, you know, this is very sketchy. The Patriot Act, you know, exemptions are very sketchy and people don't even know about it. And so they didn't want to do it. So they took the money that Cheney gave them, $2.2 billion, and they funneled it through NIH, and it all went through Anthony Fauci. So beginning in 2002, Anthony Fauci got a 68% raise from the Pentagon for doing bioweapons development, and he got a raise of billions of dollars a year to do it. And then he started building, doing, that's when they started doing all this kind of function. And then in 2014, three of those bugs escaped in high profile escapes from different labs in the United States. Fauci to build all these new labs at BU at Galveston to do the, to do his shenanigans. And so four or three of the bugs escaped and they, they received publicity they made a small box and a lot of really bad things. And Congress held hearings on it. Everybody was angry. These bugs escaped, and 300 scientists talked. 
to send letters to Obama saying you got to shut down Anthony Fauci because he's going to create a pandemic. And <laughs> so Obama had a moratorium. And at that time, Fauci had 18 different data uh, he was doing around the United States. Uh, Obama put them all down, but he instead moved his stuff on where he could do it out of sight of these 300 and nosy White House officials who were trying to shut him down. It was Ralph Barrick, the same people he was funding here, Ralph Barrick. Now, I'm going to make a comment and I'll give you the for a minute before I go into my epic rant on this, but that's some very important stuff, but I didn't see it picked up on one mainstream. I mean, if I'm sure someone out there some leftist magazine will write an article that something of the imagine Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s voice was shaky, so that means he was lying. You know who else also Hitler and Trump? That could be like, if I mean, I guess I could write for a left wing magazine or, or, or paper, that'd be a really good article to put out there. People get some views. It's good to see Bobby Kennedy back. Bobby Kennedy Jr. back in back in the uh, back in action. It seemed like he came out of nowhere. He was around uh, right when the pandemic started because he's always been, I think. Comp- I don't want to put you know anything in his mouth, but I think he's always been like really anti-vaccine. Yeah. So this is before the pandemic, though, even even as well. But I, I don't know anything about like his past, or I know a little bit about him, a little bit about his father, obviously, and that's about that's about it. But what, what are your thoughts on that video? Well, I mean, you know, uh, we'll just take him at his word here, you know, and, and say that this probably is true. But the fact that no one really picks up on it is kind of sad. But after what hearing what Bobby Kennedy said there, RFK Jr., for those at home, he makes Fauci out to be like uh, Papa from uh, Stranger Things. The guy, the guy that does the experiments on uh, on eleven, yes, in that lab in Indiana. But I mean, probably this is probably true. You know, I, I mean, you know, this all makes sense. And the fact that three hundred scientists wrote a letter to Obama telling them to shut Fauci down because he's going to create a pandemic—that's all you need to know, right there. You know, he is just an evil. Seems like an evil man. I mean, and he is at the behest of also the regime as well, you know, in the deep state. I, I, I don't know what else you would say to that. I mean, how can you, how can anyone out there listening who supports Fauci and the regime support, what, what's your argument to support this? I mean, yeah. So they outsourced it to China, uh, threw, threw the money there to the National Institute of Virology or whatever it's called. And there you go. So. I mean, for me, uh, for, the, for the listeners, is anyone hearing this? Are you seeing what went down the last three years? And, and obviously from the video, probably longer. Or like I said before, is the wool so thick for some of you sheeple people that you still can't see it? I, I, I don't know. Let's... 
Dr. Fauci, let's get let's get a few videos in here. Let's try to burn through this topic before my head explodes. This is Fauci talking with Chris Como um, about I don't know something something COVID here. So first, in general, why do you think that you are the target of so many accusations about covering up the source of COVID nineteen? Well, Chris, I think it's pretty clear that it's really politically motivated. I mean, uh, the idea of cover, I don't know what they're talking about covering up. I mean, I have been totally transparent throughout. And I'm not sure what they're talking about when they say cover up. I mean, it, it's no secret that almost all of the incumbent um, Republican politicians that were running and those who were running for the first time had interspersed in their campaigns, you know, fire Fauci, indict Fauci, hang Fauci. It's it's a political thing. And I don't know why it started, but I'm, I'm sure it was that back during the Trump administration, I had to, in order to preserve my own personal integrity, as well as to fulfill my responsibility to the American public, to tell the truth when the president was saying things that were just not true. Things like hydroxychloroquine is a cure, it's gonna fix everything. The virus is gonna disappear like magic. I was not comfortable in having to get up and contradict the president of the United States. Of course, I became a target and it's gotten worse and worse as we got deeper into the political season of the elections. And now it's continuing now, even since then. So, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but that's as good a guess as any as to why I've become a target. Okay, a few things, just a few things. First off, no one wants to kill Dr. Fauci. We just want to ask him a few questions. And considering the last time Rand Paul did, he lied under oath about gain of function. I think it's not a bad idea. I think he owes it to the American people. And number two, this isn't politically motivated. It's motivated by facts and, and science. Fuck it. I mean, like the science, the former CDC, CDC director, Robert Redfield, gave under oath a few weeks ago. So someone's lying. Let's figure out who. Doesn't someone is lying. That's a good point. Yes, yeah, someone's got to be lying. One of them's wrong. One of them's lying. Now, it's not that even one of them's wrong. One of them is literally lying to the American people. Let's figure out who. I mean, don't don't the American taxpayers deserve to know the truth, you know, or if someone is intentionally lying to us because Dr. Fauci has said a lot of things over the last three years that in hindsight were very, 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 very incorrect and, and wrong. So was it on purpose? I don't know. Let's let's take a few examples here. And I got to try to be quiet because I think I think I have a seven, seven, seventh month old that has fallen back asleep. But let me try to calm down a little bit. Um, here is Mr. Genius, Lord Fauci in 2020 telling it's what needs closed to quote unquote, stop the spread of COVID. There's, a, there's, a, there's an answer to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. He was my mentor, so I'm going to have to let him speak. The small print here, it's really small print in states with evidence transmission bars, restaurants, food courts, gyms, and other indoor and outdoor venues where groups of people congregate should be closed. So, Mr. 
Okay, so never forget, this goes out to the sheep of people, bury this in your brain, never forget that these are the same people that said you could go to the beach by yourself or get a haircut or church, but you could attend the George Floyd protest. Justice. Social justice trumps, no pun intended there, social distancing. Uh, let's go. go with more. And Tucker actually played some video yesterday. Here's a video of Fauci saying, or no, he didn't play this one, but here's a video of Fauci saying we need yearly boosters now. Volume, please. Would like to answer from you, Dr. Fauci, who you're the pride of Holy Cross College, uh, and I don't believe you were in medical school with uh, Ted Cruz or Jim Jordan, but how many booster shots do you think we will be getting uh, there's one available now, but how how long in the future will we be getting booster shots? You know, we don't know definitively the answer to that, but it is likely that this thing is not going to disappear. It's not going to be eradicated and it's not going to be eliminated. So it's going to be around, you know, for the foreseeable future. So it is likely that we will require an intermittent, likely at the same time as we get a flu vaccine, at least once a year, very similar to what we do to keep updated on our immunity against influenza, it is very likely that the similar situation we'll be experiencing with COVID, namely getting a booster shot once a year, probably at the same time as we get an influenza shot. Okay, it was once a year, not not once a month. Um, let's move on to a highly intelligent man. This is the one where some of the video was played on Tucker. A highly intelligent man debating Mayor Bowser and Dr. Fauci about the COVID vaccine. Okay, hold on one second. If you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. So you're actually protecting your family by getting vaccinated. Well, I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't um, stop you from getting it. No, so on the very, very, very rare chance that you do get it, even if you're vaccinated, it's a very, you don't even feel sick. It's like you don't even know you got infected. Real quick, just to remind people that Fauci had to miss his daughter's wedding because he got COVID after he was vaccinated and boosted. And Joe Biden missed, I mean, he's never really been in, in, at work as a president, but he missed how many days after getting boosted and still getting COVID and then still taking packs of it. But I'll continue the video. It's very, very good at protecting you. Just an anacostia, so get up there. Okay. All right, see you later. You. Okay. The people in America are not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to... Yeah. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? 
I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about twenty to 30,000. You know, how many? Okay, real quick, just to remind the shameful people out there and some of the people that are actually kind of awake that the flu magically disappeared at the same time we got a faulty test, the test for COVID-19. The flu just disappeared. And we got a new thing called COVID-19. But I'll continue the video. People have died from COVID-19 in the United States. 600,000 Americans. Well, well, that, well the, the number that you all given that died, that's, that, once again, that's you all's number. You got passed. pass. Yeah, definitely. Because right. when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, it's something else going on with that. Something yeah, else, something it, else going I, on it is that. something going yeah, on. Something else You're going right. On. But I'm glad millions of people like me and almost everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that's, I, 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 okay, it doesn't stop transmission, Mayor Bowser, so you're an idiot. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. Love, love it. Love to hear, actually, an intelligent person from the streets of, I'm going to guess, Washington, D.C. Is that highly intelligent? Very enlightened. And this was back in the early days of the vaccine, probably like spring, probably before summer of 2021, because it doesn't look that hot out. So this was two years ago. Why did it take that long to get that video out and for me to find that video i don't know but here's another video that contradicts everything that fauci just freaking said and i don't know what the date of this video is but it's now i have a question about that this is from i think march 20th of 2023 i don't know when the actual video is but so now i have a question about that the the news has reported that the the moderna and Pfizer vaccines are 95 percent effective does this mean that if I get the vaccine, I won't get infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus? That means that there's a 95% chance that you will not get symptomatic infection, namely that you won't get infected to the point that you get symptoms. <laughs> so NyQuil. So basically the, the, the vaccine lowers my symptoms, but it may not prevent me from being infected with SARS-CoV-2. Which means right. there's some you, possibility. That, that's defined in my in my brain. That's defined as a therapeutic, not a vaccine. But go on. Spread the virus even after I receive right. the vaccine. Which means right. there's some you, possibility that I can still spread the virus even after I receive right. the vaccine. So, so there, there's a possibility right. that the, the vaccine can turn people into what is called asymptomatic carriers, which means they don't have symptoms, but they're still contagious, correct? Yes, we've said that. That's Okay, you, you didn't really say that, but just out of curiosity, how could two vaccinated people who don't have symptoms infect each other? Just I, I'm asking the sheeple people. Find, give, me, give me an answer. Give me an answer. I'm asking the scientists, the doctors, give me an answer. Mark, do you have an answer? No, you're not going to get one. <laughs> All right, I don't even know if I want to play this whole video. It's we might. It's five minutes of Dr. Fauci contradicting himself. It's just it's too long to play. From if you want to find Texas Lindsay underscore on on Twitter. So um, it's five minutes of him just saying saying what exact opposite happening or him saying. Bottom line, the dude retired, still getting airtime. The only reason he did retire was probably so he couldn't be forced into testifying in front of Congress. So, 
listening to what a private citizen says. Why is he getting airtime? If you support Dr. Fauci in March of 2023 in any way, shape, or form, then you must be in one of those deep, deep, deep numbers. Maybe it's best not to try to wake you up. Mark, thoughts? No, I mean, I'm tired of talking about Fauci, to be perfectly honest with you. You know, I, I wish he would just go away and, and we could, you know, move on. And, and Or maybe he gets subpoenaed some more, you know, on Capitol Hill. But uh, it's just, it's it's a little, you know, at this point, most of us know that he's full of shit and, you know, everything he's he's ever said has been has been nothing but a lie so um but again you Joe, like i said before you still have those that 50 percent, maybe a little less with him you know maybe a little maybe it's 30 to 40 percent who actually still believe everything he says is the gospel but you know lord fauci um uh, can't believe he's still around can't believe he's still making media rounds joe i did hear that clip the other day about him saying that you know we're going to need covid boosters once a year i mean okay 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 tony Whatever you say, whatever you say, we'll wait for the next pandemic to emerge out of a, out of one of your gain of function labs. That's all I got. All right. Well, let's move on to the last thing for, for COVID, hopefully for the day, is the new culprit for the origin of COVID. Oh, and my gosh. Is... I can't believe this. <laughs> oh, you, you can't believe it. Believe it. Someone's believing it, Garrett. Well, there's some sheep of people out there that are going to look and say, well, I have no idea what the F kind of animal this is, but I believe it. A new, <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to do it without laughing, a new analysis of genetic material collected in Wuhan, China, suggests COVID-19 origins could be linked to raccoon dogs at Hunan Seafood Market. Do raccoon dogs live underwater or with seafood? I don't know, but Dr. Sanjay Gupta on CNN joined Jake Tapper to talk about it. And this was on, I think, Friday or Saturday. Mark, I don't even know if you want to spend any time on this, but my only point that I'm going to make, it, 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 it makes me wonder, you talk about like the next pandemic. Well, I think about pandemics before. So it makes you wonder, did HIV really come from a random monkey in Africa? Or was it created in a lab through gain of function or something? I, I mean, never forget all the fingerprints Dr. Fauci had on that virus and the treatments for it. Don't ask me, ask the gay community and, and, and people of San Francisco in the mid-90s, mid, mid 90s, early 90s, late 80s, I think, actually, I want to say. Ask them. Don't ask me. Do your own research. I, I implore you. Please. You know what? And the funny thing I found about this raccoon dog story was that the media picked up on it and ran with it. I mean, like, this was, this was gospel. Playing fetch. Playing fetch with the story. This is, uh, you know, looks looking. I just, I literally just Googled raccoon dogs as I'm sitting here, right? Uh, from Nature, COVID origin study links raccoon dogs to Wuhan market. What scientists think? From New York Magazine, was the raccoon dog the source of COVID? Uh, we can't make this up. A raccoon dog. Dr. Gupta reacts to new analysis claims about COVID-19 raccoon dog origin. Why lab leak proponents are unconvinced by raccoon dog evidence. This is from Yahoo News. Uh, Smithsonian Magazine. Genetic evidence ties COVID's origin to raccoon dogs. It's um, really funny. It's then, really and funny. And then the best one ever from the Atlantic. Yeah, this is really funny. The Atlantic, the most 
disgusting liberal rag of a publication known to man. The strongest evidence yet that an animal started the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> it's too funny, honestly. I don't even know what else to say. I don't know. I mean, this, Raccoon is, this, is, this is the pangolin shit. This is the pangolin shit. Uh, I raccoon dogs, raccoon dogs, not coon dog, not a coon dog, raccoon dogs. A raccoon dog at seafood markets. That's like saying fish, fish at the Avery caused this. Fish over this is... at the Avery at the Pittsburgh Zoo caused an outbreak of effort. I, 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 I don't even know. I, I'm running out of, I'm running out of classifications. Are there any plants that have, that have any? Diseases? I, I don't know. I mean, we hadn't heard this for now three years, and all of a sudden, three years, a three-year anniversary, you know, of, of the United States shutting down, all of a sudden, now we have a different animal. So, no, it didn't jump from a bat. It didn't jump from anything else in the wet market. It jumped from a raccoon dog to a human. And yet people want to believe this. It's really funny, though. I feel bad for people, man. You know, I guess and you I have do. people and you have people that you engage with to probably think that this is this is the truth. Dr. Fauci's Dr. Fauci's not the smartest man on earth. What are you talking about? If that was true, it'd be on the news. Dr. Fauci might be lying to us. I don't know about that. I got the vaccine and I'm fine. I've only been sick three times. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to move on to Jen? Saki. Saki Atumi, yes. Jen Saki. Um, let's see what she MS was Saki. saying. Yes. <laughs> MSNB Saki. Um, she explains why MSNBC is more factual than Fox. Not that I really care because I think they're both terrible networks. They're, they just, they pedal and eyes each of them. There's a few good hosts that I like, at least on Fox, one or two. But let's just play the audio. So if your boss is an MSNBC, which is sort of sometimes called like a liberal Fox, I don't think it's entirely fair. If you were asked to do any of that stuff, what would you say? I would say no, but I would never be asked that. But I'm asking, it's, an, it's a hypothetical. Well, I don't do hypotheticals, A. Okay. But, but B, look, I think this is an important piece to dive into because MSNBC has a very high standard of what is factual. You have to go through a process before you report things on air. To so, Okay, what about Rachel Maddow that said without evidence that the COVID vaccine stops COVID in your tracks? I wish I had the audio here. We need to get a, a new whole setup here. Say, could... You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. She, she did like a whole five-minute segment. It stops COVID in its tracks. Yeah. The only thing that could stop anything in its tracks are Rachel Maddow's looks and Jen, Jen Saki's looks a little bit too. She looks a little bit better in that clip than she has in the past. So, but eh, I like Saki. I mean, Rachel Maddow has the longest neck I've ever seen, you know, of anyone not named Martin Hanks, but. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, let's play some MSNBC clips about, you know, because they, they do, they, they check their here. Please. So. Please get vaccinated. If you know someone who's not vaccinated, find a way to convince them to get vaccinated. Literally, the only people dying are the unvaccinated. And for those of you spreading misinformation, shame on you. Shame on you. People are needlessly dying because of your misinformation. Think about it. I don't know how some of you sleep at night who are doing this. I sleep on a my pillow pillow. Vaccinated. Shout, shout out Mike Lindell. We were we were, we are starving for an endorsement over here. 
starving for some advertisement money. But <laughs> yeah, please. Um, but that is that is hilarious. So it got me thinking about fact checkers, and I, I I don't know if this was right underneath it, but um, actually this is the AP too. But they 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 linked it to an MSNBC article. So anytime I get a chance to go after fact checkers, I do. This is them doing a fact check on online conspiracy theories that claim without evidence that COVID-19 vaccines are harmful or killing people. The growing online conspiracy theory claims that COVID-19 vaccines are killing people. The AP fact check team investigated. Signal Labs found the hashtag died suddenly, or a misspelled version of it, surged more than 740% in tweets about vaccines over two months. The increase followed the late November debut of an online film by the same name. Renee DiResta of Stanford Internet the hashtag is kind of a wink wink, nudge nudge. People do in fact die unexpectedly. And then by assigning a hashtag to it, they aggregate all of these incidents in one place. The narrative has leveraged high profile moments, like the collapse of Buffalo Bill's safety to Mar Hamlin as he suffered cardiac arrest. Experts say there's no evidence that the vaccine caused this injury. Another case is a Brazilian TV presenter. Okay. I got to pause it there because they examined DeMar Hamlin. No, they didn't. We don't, we still don't know what causes heart attack. He took the vaccine. Here's the, here are the facts for the fact checkers. He took the vaccine and then a few months later had an unprecedented cardiac incident on a Monday night football game. And they had to cancel the game. And when asked about it during his interview with Good Morning America, he gave a long pause and said, I don't want to get into that right now. Oh, hey, Damar, what caused your heart attack? I don't want to get into it right now. AKA, I probably signed an NDA. Don't, don't arrest me, please. Right. I'm just, I've had it with these fact checkers, Mark. I I don't play fact checkers. I play fact checks. Fact checks, I'm sorry. Ruined that whole line, but fact checks. Eat it, fact checkers. Honestly, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. You know, I've been thinking about you when I see these commercials for Paxlovid. I think of you every time the, the, the lady in the commercial says, if it's COVID, it's Paxlovid. Did you get a vaccine to stop COVID and then still got COVID? Well, we have something else that might, might stop you from getting COVID, but probably won't and probably make you more sick. Paxlovid. <laughs> Brought to you by literally Pfizer. How much money is Pfizer giving these networks for, for advertising money? I don't know, but it's this is hilarious. No, I mean, first we saw the Pfizer commercials. Now we're seeing commercials for Paxlovid. So they have to be paying the networks tons of money. And don't think that they don't, we mentioned it before on here, that they don't control what's being said out there. If they're footing the bill for a lot of these things. But that's the world we live in. Okay. Uh, let's, I want to move on to something non-infectious disease or COVID, but it seems we never can. I just, I, I linked this article at the end. We might as well just bring it up right now. We could talk about it for a second and then we could move on to Ukraine and stuff like that and ceasefires and then maybe disclose if we have time. But the American College of Physicians warns of urgent threat posed by highly contagious fungus that has a kill rate of 60% and is growing across the United States, sparking Last of Us Spheres which is the show 
Last of Us, which me and my wife actually just finished. It took us three days to watch all nine episodes, I think it was. Actually, a pretty good show. We enjoyed it. She's not a big zombie virus person. I kind of am a little bit, I guess. But are they running out of material where they're just getting sitcoms and just firing them up for news articles? Well, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call The Last of Us a sitcom, but yeah. Um, okay, yeah, you yeah, yeah, you're right. What did you think of the show? I liked it, honestly. Um, it's good. I liked I, it. Yeah, I, I I would give it a B plus. So that's that's high. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty miserable person. I hate everything. So I, I just don't want to become a clicker one day. I don't no. want to be. I don't want to be that. So I hope that this you know fungus that's infecting people, uh, or whatever it's called, cordyceps on the show, which is actually a real thing, by the way, but not like that. Um, I hope that never happens because I don't want to be a clicker. Well, by theory, according to the science, the fungus should not be able to touch the brains of the sheeple people because. I'm not sure if they have brains. <laughs> I like that, Joe. Yeah. But do you want to move on to war yet? Let's talk about war. Right? <laughs> uh, ceasefires are bad. War is good. Uh, this is from War Clandestine on Twitter. Joe, do you have this audio queued up? Yeah, I have the audio queued up. Let's get Mark from the side. I saw this, and you know what? I didn't even. I didn't even. I don't even know if I sent this to you. I don't think I did, but I I saw this, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me that if China and Russia, who are obviously very closely aligned now, if China wants to play a some sort of, you know, um, peace broker, we'll call it, in, in between China or between Russia and Ukraine, that they aren't allowed to do that. Uh, and number two, Russia, because Russia may want to call a ceasefire that they're not allowed to do that because from what Tony Blinken tells us, uh, the secretary of state, and you're going to hear from him in a second and John Kirby, uh, John Kirby's who department of defense spokesperson, I believe, or something like that, um, that Russia can't do that. Russia can't dictate the terms of the, of the ceasefire or the peace treaty, because they're the ones that started the war. So they're not allowed to do that. Um, This is unbelievable that we have two people who are actually pushing the same narrative. Um, Blinken and Kirby. Basically saying that, no, they're not accepting, they will not accept a ceasefire. And, and, And Kirby declares that any call for a ceasefire in Ukraine is unacceptable. So according to War Clandestine, um, you know, they want endless war. The West wants endless war. The East, Russia and China, want accountability. I, I can't believe that we are now almost on the side of Russia and China in, 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 in the fact that we need this to come to an end at some point. We just sent them another $350 million worth of weapons. And it's like, what, why, why aren't we brokering some sort of peace deal? Money. China's not allowed to do it, apparently. Russia's not allowed to do it, apparently. So it must have to come from the Ukrainians. Joe, do you have these, um, have, have these audio pulled up? One right here. Hey, uh, that if coming out of this meeting. Real, real quick, this is just, this is, this is ahead of the meeting between Putin and Xi. It already happened, I think, yesterday. The White House uh, National Security Cons- what it is, spokesperson, John Kirby, 
I think he's. This is where he declares, declares that a, a call for a ceasefire is unacceptable. There's some sort of call for a ceasefire. Well, that's just going to be unacceptable because all that's going to do, Mike, is ratify Russia's conquest today. All that's going to do is give Mr. Putin more time to refit, retrain, reman, uh, and try to, uh, to to plan for for renewed off offensives at a time of his choosing. Uh, we hope. And we've said this before, that, Mr. that President Xi will call and talk to President Zelensky because we believe the Chinese need to get the Ukrainian perspective here. Okay. I, I can't take John Kirby anymore. But no, no more ceasefire. Continue to bleed money into Ukraine for a lost cause. Nothing against the Ukrainian people. It's not their fault. But if Ukraine wants to have a, negotiate a peace deal, who are we to say no? Who are we to say it's unacceptable? Yeah. Do you have do you have the Blinken uh, thirty second quote? Um, to be on more clandestine's Twitter feed. Yeah, give me one second, Mark. Can you pull up the? I believe it was the one after that. Mm, where's? Yes. Yeah, Inspire now, without a durable solution, would allow President Putin to rest and refit his troops, and then restart the war at a time more advantageous to Russia. The world should not be fooled by any tactical move by Russia, uh, supported by China or any other country, to freeze the war on its own terms. Such a move would violate the UN Charter and delay, uh, defy, excuse me, the will of 141 countries who have condemned Russia's war in the United Nations. Real quick, the point I have to make about the UN, when Russia tried to bring up stuff about them biolabs that supposedly don't exist, UN didn't want to hear it. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily trust the UN. I don't trust the WHO anymore. So is that crazy for me to not trust the UN? Well, I mean, here's the, here's the deal, Joe. The U.S., you know, when you heard by, just heard from Blinken and Kirby, that we are the righteous ones, that we are the ones that we're the only ones that are allowed to go in and do this and broker this peace deal because everyone else is bad and that we are the ones that have to do this because we are uh, – you know, we are just, you know, the world's, we're, we're the best. So we have to, we're the only ones allowed to broker this peace deal. Let me read you from more. We drone, we drone start a, a family of like 13 people, including like nine children in Afghanistan in the final days. People forget about that. Miss, yeah. The most righteous, uh, don't get me started. But if China, if China or Russia were to do that, they would just be tried for war crimes. Listen, but, they were caught. Ukrainian people were caught faking, not Ukrainian people, Ukrainian government, some was caught faking war crimes using yeah. actors. Yeah. Remember, remember the hospital that was bombed, that was the paternity ward that was bombed, that wasn't bombed? The infamous blonde-headed chick that, that was supposed to be dead, barely alive, and turns out she's an actress on Instagram? You can follow her. This is ridiculous. Yep. Remember the guy that got run over by the tank? And somehow he... Yes. <laughs> He survived. I was saying that is staged. I said that is for sure staged. There's no way the guy gets run over by a tank and just crawls out. And he's fine. And number one, it's not even a Russian tank. It's a armored car that's Ukrainian. All right. I'm going to read to you some um, this thread from War Clandestine on Twitter. Uh, this was from yesterday. Uh, War Clandestine is our new favorite uh, Twitter follower. This guy is spot on he's a former u.s military um personnel the biden administration zelensky and the mainstream media continue to show fear 
about the possibility of Xi and Putin teaming up, which doesn't make any sense because Putin and Xi have been publicly and formally aligned on Ukraine since the beginning. This alliance is already well established. For some reason, the deep state are pretending that they don't know that Xi and the Chinese uh, military uh, have been making the same accusations as Putin in the Russia. Uh, what's MIL stand for, Joe? Military? I don't know. China have been accusing Western oligarchs of bioweapon production in Ukraine and across the world. Xi knows. Today, Xi called Putin his dear friend as they both reminisced about their bromance over the years. Russia and China have been lockstep at the UN, but 99% of the time of the Western population, 99% of the Western population have zero clue what's going on at the global level. Think about that. We have been kept in the dark. But the US and NATO continue to push for war while Xi and Putin are looking for accountability in Ukraine. The West continue to perpetrate the lie that this war was started by Russia in 2022 when it was started by the United States. Here's Graham and McCain in 2016 inciting war with Russia. So while the mainstream media, Western mainstream media, continues to pretend that the escalation in Ukraine was a random act of aggression by Putin, Xi, the rest of the Eastern world know that that's not true and have already teamed up to stop the West advancing eastward. The East are rejecting globalism. The end. Your thoughts? I, you know I agree with a lot of that. You you have to be it's not that it's not that I'm paying attention to the whole story since 2014, but not a lot of people have been. I mean, I really wasn't paying attention that well in 2014, but I, I was two, three years after that. And I, I, I don't know. How many people speak Russian in Ukraine? How many people would rather be a part of not necessarily Russia, but not just a part of Ukraine? There's a reason why the Donbass and Crimea, it, there's a reason why there's no uprisings there or suicide bombers like how there was in Iraq or Iran. There's a, there's a reason. It's because they might want to be a part of Russia or they might not like the administration in Ukraine or something that was going on there. It's not being reported by our media. It's a narrative war. And we're never going to get the truth because we're not over there. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just asking you to believe the people talking about it on TV that get paid hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. It's that that's my I would agree. That's good advice. So this is where we're at now with this whole thing, and it's just crazy that the United States won't come out in support of a Chinese brokered peace deal. I mean uh, you know, they just I, it honestly feels like they want this to go on forever. I'm not just saying that. I mean that's what it feels like to me. So I don't know if it feels like that to you. I'm sure it does, knowing how you know your thoughts on this, but it just seems like this is going to be a never-ending war because, you know, unless I, I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how it ends, Joe. We, we, we don't have an end goal. There's this, no, there's no end goal. It. There's no end goal unless you put Moscow or Russia as a target, which we're not doing. The American people should not let that happen. And the Biden regime can't just declare on a, on a nuclear, declare war on a nuclear power. Got to be ratified through yeah. Congress. But unless you're going to put Beijing or, or, or Moscow as the target, this will never end. This will be another Afghanistan that will fight for 17, 20 years and then probably lose. And yeah, what, what do we got? And that was a third world nation. The Taliban literally had AK-47s and nothing else. And now they have a top 25 Air Force. They are the most heavily armed country in the world not named Afghanistan. 
I mean, you know, outside of the powers, you know, the nuclear powers. But, I mean, is, is anyone talking about, has this weakened our military at all? With all the, all the equipment and, and military equipment we've sent over there? It doesn't matter. It hasn't, it hasn't strengthened our military. And Russia is getting, Russia is on the verge of being able to be fully, uh, what's the, what's the term they use? Um, prepared. It's another word for prepared for war. Mobilized. Yeah. The, 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 they are they are moving closer and closer to a full mobiliza- mobilization for war. I mean, there was a reason why in World War II it took us a long time before we won any significant battles against the Germans. It's because the Germans were mobilized for war years before any other country. I mean, the United Kingdom and, and, and France had like the number one and number two biggest and best armies in the world and were defeated by France was defeated by Nazi Germany in six weeks. Six weeks. It's because they were ready. They were ready to fight and they wanted to fight. You know who didn't want to fight? I, I, I don't want to, because I, I think the French are very brave people. They get a lot of flack for surrendering, but... <sighs> well, speaking of France, we're not even going to get into what happened over there. No, we can't. Uh, we, we don't have, there's so much going on. The, the world's an entire shit show. It smells like the outside of my house right now. Which is a, <laughs> for those not listening to the beginning of the episode, it's a skunk outside. We... We will try to get into France at our bonus episode, um, you know, at some point. But uh, if we can get get to one this week, but I mean, that's really disturbing of what's going on in France actually right now. So, all right, what, what do we have next? Um, we can move on to this because if you have time. If not, um, all I want to say is for those of you listening that live in PA, do me if there's one favor you do for yourself and for me. Call John Fetterman's DC office and try try to pry some answers out of out of whoever answers the phone. I guess the phone number is hope we have a pen or pencil ready 202-224-4254. Again, that's 202-224-4254. And I mean, just think of a question you could ask. Just ask his position on stuff. Say, hey person that's answering the phone that's speaking for John Fetterman because he's in a mental asylum with no hoodie strings on his famous hoodie or shoe strings because he might hang himself. What are his um what are his positions on the border? Should we have an open border? Is he open for immigration? What are his positions on Ukraine and sending money to Ukraine? What are his positions on the banking and financial crisis going on? Or about Norfolk Southern? Ask him anything. And honestly, this dude has to just pick up the phone and just chug. Vodka or Pepto Bismol or Pepto Bismol flavored vodka, something I don't know. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me enough to do that job. But you can also I, ask I, him I, what I, his favorite ice cream flavor is. That's uh, another good. Yes, very good. Hard hitting journalism. Yes, <laughs> hard hitting journalism. Ask him the favorite ice cream flavor, and uh, yeah. So let's final segment of Disclose uh, TV, brought to you by our good friends over at Solmona Imports. Let me pull up uh, this close here on Twitter. We will work uh, backwards. Actually, let's change it up. Let's go from the most recent instead of what we saw a week ago. And then we'll go backwards that way. Uh, Two hours ago, porn star Stormy Daniels says she will dance down the street if Trump goes to jail. Will she do it naked? And is that a misdemeanor or a felony? Hopefully not. Um... Four Senate and House Republicans demand Biden send banned cluster munitions to Ukraine. So they want to do 
a war crime against Russian soldiers. We, we still don't know who fired the cluster munitions or the white phosphine gas. There wasn't videos of it being fired on the city, and no one said, hey, here's the proof it was Russia. We have the shells. Yeah. Cluster Nothing. bombs. Nothing. FDA may authorize another round of mRNA quote-unquote boosters within a few weeks. I don't even know what to what to say. But it, it, either either you're either you're starting to figure it out, you figured it out months ago, or you you are so nestled up in that slumber that there's just waking you could be dangerous to some people. I'm sure people are just lining up to get those boosters, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, clicked off it for a second here. Blessed Virgin Mary trending on Twitter, trying to get to that. Um, Britain will supply depleted uranium tank rounds to Ukraine. What does that even mean? I, I don't even know what that means. But I saw Russia said that they will react if that were if they do that. Okay. Uh, still barricades outside Manhattan Criminal Court. Okay. Have fun. Did, did Soros pay for this still barricades, or did the uh, yeah. FBI agents pay for the barricades that they have the key to to unlock them and just move them aside like January sixth? Right. No we, have to go, we have to go. We have to go into the Trump Tower. <laughs> we have to go into the tower. Oh, Joe. All NYPD officers are ordered to wear their full uniform tomorrow, which is today. This includes plainclothes detectives. CBS reports. Okay, plainclothes detectives already. So, translation: There's for sure FBI agents in the crowd. Waiting to do something ridiculous again. Yes. Stay away. Stay away. Talk about translation. Luke Barber style. Oh, yeah. uh, this is good. So, uh, if you guys heard that uh, Congress passed, it was like an uh, unanimous, uh, a bill to declassify all the uh, U.S. intelligence on the origins of COVID nineteen. Um, so it went to Biden. Um, it sat around for like a week. Our girl, Kareem. Wasn't important. Got a few it wasn't questions important about it. at all, mind you. Real quick, he had Ted Lasso at the press briefing, but still didn't sign the bill yet. Well, he signed it yesterday. Biden signs a lot to declassify as much as possible U.S. intelligence on the origins of COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, they can redact multiple, multiple, well, actually, whatever they want. I was going to ask, what redact. is it? I think you answered it very well right there. Yeah, they can redact. They can redact. So you're going to see documents upon documents of, of with black lines going through paragraphs. And then just raccoon so dog gonna... with more black lines and then, and then yeah. pangolin, more lines. No confidence. Of... <laughs> you know, sometimes like, when I go back and listen to our episodes, which I, I normally do at some point, I, 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 I listen to some of the things you say during our Disclose segment and I just laugh. I was like, that's really good. That, that was good. That was good. Uh, no confidence vote against French government over pension reform fails narrowly in Parliament. So, Emmanuel Macron uh, basically triggered like a nuclear option. We'll just talk about it now uh, with this pension reform that didn't um, over in France. I think it was Joe. They're raising the retirement age. Is that correct? I don't know how many years, but if it's like the United States, it would have been. I think it's up to seventy or sixty-eight or seventy. I think they're raising. It's at least Before a couple of years. Yeah, before your pension, eligible for your pension, you know, it'd be like it'd be like here in America, you know, the um, the retirement age or the age to go on Medicare is sixty-two and a half, if I'm not mistaken. 
that would it would be like raising it to like 65 or something like that you but know? it's so, it's it's di- probably different because they probably get they probably get taxed a lot more i'm assuming i could be completely wrong on this they probably get taxed more of a percentage of what they bring in but they get more um what's the term i'm using for free stuff. services yeah yes yeah. yes exactly they get more of that yeah. so you're basically telling people no you have to continue to work for the few more years yeah. before you know you're eligible for that it's not yeah. worth it they, they, that's not what they agreed to and, and when i say medicare it took me two and a half i believe that's when your social security also kicks in so that means you're telling people they have to wait another couple of years to get their pension so like you said work longer so um and macron they went to a if, if this no confidence vote would have passed french parliament then this would have overturned macron's uh decision but it failed by like eight votes it became law so um they are like shutting down protests and things like that in france kind of kind of scary and wouldn't be at all shocked if we got to that point actually i don't even know if we have that we have that kind of thing here in america where um you know obviously we don't when the president just can't unilaterally do that um but you never know with entitlement reform you know no one wants to touch social security you know it might come to a, a, a you know a headwind or a head here at some point and they may have to 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 explore that so who knows uh greta thunberg received an honorary doctorate from the faculty of theology at the university of helsinki why not Give me a break why not Biden issues his first veto, striking down bipartisan legislation that would have overturned a Labor Department rule allowing retirement plans to consider ESG principles in investing. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, that kind of flew over my head a little bit, but I, I've, I've been through a lot the last hour or two. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what Joe Manchin said. Joe Manchin voted with the Republicans in this one. This administration continues to prioritize the radical policy agenda over the economic energy and national security needs of our country and it is absolutely infuriating so um basically were these retirement accounts um retirement plans um this would have banned them from investing in est principles i think what it's called environmental social governance principles like you know uh, silicon valley bank that type of thing Mm -hmm. um but they basically said this law basically he vetoed it and basically said you know you have to consider investing uh, in retirement plans. So go woke, go broke. Hopefully my pension plan is not invested in yours. Type of thing. Uh, Tony Blinken, we already said this, the world should not be fooled by any tactical move by Russia, supported by China or any other country to freeze the war on its own terms. Uh, U.S. sends another, another $350 million in weapons to Ukraine. Anything to East Palestine? No, no folks. Southern's uh, putting the bill for that one, I think. Well, again, who who authorized the control burn? Was it Norfolk Southern or was it our government? Was it Josh Shapiro? Was it DeWine? Uh, it's just there's too much shit to cover. Uh, all right, finally, someone else stepping up here to help Ukraine, other than the United States. The EU, European Union, agrees to supply Ukraine with 1 million rounds of artillery ammunition worth 2 billion euros over the next 12 months. That's literally, that's literally like... A couple days worth of ammunition. If I don't know what kind of ammunition it is, but like, come on, are, are you paying attention? They should have been doing this from the beginning. It should have been on them from the beginning, not us. EU, yeah. European Union. Here she is, Ursula von der Leyen. Reminds me of some dystopian 
global leader from like Westworld or something like that. The European Commission alone will support Turkey with 1 billion euros for the post-earthquake reconstruction. These figures you're throwing around, like billions and trillions and stuff that, that, I mean, just for for comparison, I think, I should probably just Google right now. A trillion seconds is like thousands of years, isn't it? Something like that. (laughs) But go on, just for numbers comparison. Oh, Swiss government confirms Credit Suisse takeover by UBS and says uh, the bankruptcy of a global systematically important bank would have caused irreparable economic turmoil. No shit. (laughs) Uh, Saudi king invites Iranian president to Riyadh. Big broker uh, brokerage here in the Middle East. I believe this was facilitated by the Chinese, if I'm not mistaken, Joe, correct? If they are, they're just, clean, they're just cleaning house on everything we should be doing as a good nation. That they, I, I don't know. I said we won't. We, well, you know, we, we, were, we were doing those things, you know, and especially in the Middle East with the Abraham Accords and um, some of the other peace deals we brokered under uh, from 2016 to 20. But no, not anymore. Uh, China is here. And they're telling, uh, they're telling their kids what corner of the room they have to sit in, basically, is what the analogy here. Yeah. Oh, some knife attacks in Germany. Paris police bans protests at uh, Place de la Concorde on the Champs-Élysées after unrest across France. North Korea signed up 800,000 young people to completely wipe out the United States and South Korea, state media claims. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Keep me posted on that one. North Korea, they're like the Purdue of the world. They're definitely not they a just, one. They're not a ones. They're not a They're not going to be like an FAU is what we got to hope you just can't take. Well, you just can't take them seriously. <laughs> not an FAU. Please. Yeah. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, BlackRock assembles rival Credit Suisse take over a bid, challenging UBS to acquire the Swiss bank that we know. We just said uh, UBS took that over. But BlackRock trying to come in and do that is, you well, you can make your own assumptions. Uh, you played this before, Biden on $1 million to family members? That's not true. Oh, that's it. Sure. No more No more, No more. more questions. That's, he said it wasn't true. What do you get from him? Would you call him an He's Egyptian a- mummy? The decrepit Egyptian mummy. Picture him like that. That's what you see walking around the White House lawn. The mummy returns. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. I saw this. I just laughed. Uh, what is this? The International ICC International Criminal Court, something like that, uh, issues arrest the warrant against Putin over war crimes. Okay, was okay. it a war? Afghanistan. Who? Who pulled the trigger on the drone or wherever it was and killed that Afghani family with children? I mean, I think yesterday was the 20 year anniversary of um, shock and awe. I mean, a lot of a lot of civilians were killed. And I mean, you can't really blame the soldiers on, on the ground uh, uh, for, for everything, for, for anything. Someone's got to be blamed for, for whose idea it was to go into a country. And there was no weapons of mass destruction ever found in a lot of civilians died. A lot of people died for that, I'm, I'm, because of that. And you can't even bring up war crimes there. No. 
And I thought, like, this is a joke. Like, if they wanted to arrest him that bad, then they should just go and arrest him. Try it. Yeah, see what happens. Let me know. Let me know how that happens. It's all kabuki theater. You know where where he lives. Go. No, they would get punked. No, we have more important things. Someone had sex with a porn star 17, 18 years or whatever, however long ago it was. Yeah. I mean, we are a laughing stock. We are, we are legit laughing stock anymore. Um, YouTube restores Trump's channel. There you go. Some good news. Uh, I don't know why Hunter, they would do this now. Like, why are they doing it now? Hunter Biden sues computer repair shop owner over laptop, citing invasion of privacy. Joe. He signed a paper agreeing that if he doesn't come pick the laptop up, in a certain amount of time, it becomes the property of the owner. And that's what happened. The owner called the FBI and said, hey, I have child porn or something on here. And there's a lot of other you know, crazy things. And, la- and the FBI did nothing with it for a while. And we didn't hear anything about this until October of 2020, mid-October. And it was passed off as Russian disinformation. And it turned out that that was all wrong, conveniently, three year- two years later. And now he's admitting it was his laptop. I don't know. This is what just cracked. And he left it there. I mean, what's the guy supposed to do with it? I, I don't. I don't know. But arrest, arrest the computer lap, the, the laptop guy. Arrest him for that because he has one lazy eye and dressed up like a leprechaun yeah. to go on Tucker. <laughs> John Paul Mac, I think that's his name. Or something. I like that yeah. name. It's, like, it's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putin G to sign a declaration on entering a new era of relations between Russia and China. The Kremlin says. Joe Thanks. Biden is bringing back the 1950s. Way to go, Joe. Way Thanks, to go. Joe Biden. Thank you. Oh, that's just great. Uh, what else? We have the duty to make the world safer, Tedro says. Sure. But how? What's your plan? What is your plan? Don't do it, whatever it is, please. The pandemic, the pandemic accord. Oh. Uh, Eurozone inflation hits 8.5% in February. 0.5%. Down 0.1%. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, what else? What else we got here? More protests in France. House Oversight Committee. Biden family received over $1 million after a Chinese company wired $3 million to Robinson Walker LLC, a company owned by a Biden family associate. Okay. No surprise there. Let's maybe audit him or his yeah. son or someone. But Florida Surgeon General what's that? No, go ahead. I was gonna say Florida Surgeon General says mRNA vaccines have a terrible safety profile. That's impossible. I was told by Pfizer, the people that made them, that they're safe and effective. I mean, we don't know what they really do. They don't they don't stop the transmission or lessen the symptoms anymore, they admit that. But they do something. They do something. They're supposed to keep you safe, Joe. All right. European Central Bank raises interest rates by 0.5% to 3.5%. Fauci, Americans will likely need a booster shot once a year. Oh, Iran agrees to stop arming Houthis in Yemen as part of the China broker deal with Saudi Arabia. So they're listening to China now. That's great. Good job. And um, 
that is all we have, Joe, uh, on from this close. So not only is – oh, here's another one. Uh, is uh, Xi meeting with Putin? So is Syrians, Syria's Assad. So he, is in Mo- he was in Moscow last week um, meeting with Vladimir Putin. So looks like all kinds of world leaders want to meet with Putin. But um, so that's the uh, news from across the world. Joe, back to you. Uh, I think we've reached the end of our episode. Uh, Mark, if you have anything to say, you can close this out. If not, I'm going to end with about at least a minute or two of Dr. Fauci just going back and forth and contradicting himself to end the episode. That's all I got. I think this is our probably longest episode to date. Uh, appreciate all of y'all listening out there uh, across the world. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Please uh, share this out with one of your in the words of Jack Posobiec, one of your normie friends, be a force multiplier and find a traditional Latin mass. Joe, that's all I here's, got. here's our favorite doctor genius, Dr. Fauci. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. I went with Dr. Burke into the president and said, 15 days are not enough. We need to go 30 days. Obviously, there were people who had a problem with that because of the potential secondary effects. Nonetheless, at that time, the president went with the health recommendations and we extended it another 30 days. Uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. <laughs> we could listen to this all day. The thing you could do is vaccinate somebody to prevent infection and actually make them worse. This would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. Well, well, the latter part of what you just said is untrue. You don't get worse results from vaccinating. She really has the flu. She definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. The optimal degree of protection when you get infection is to get vaccinated after infection. Because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. The optimal degree of protection when you get infection is to get vaccinated after infection. She really has the flu. She definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. So if you're saying, are we out of the pandemic phase in this country? We are. Is this country ready for another pandemic? And are we still in the one we have not uh, yeah. that we've been talking about? Well, we certainly are still in it. The safety of these vaccines have been clearly established. The long-term effects that the people are apparently concerned about really have with, with I'm sure there is a very, 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 very rare exception, but the long-term effects are really essentially non-existent. Do we have any data about you know vaccines and the, the back end of that or the negative side of that? There's been a, yeah. a number of studies. New York Times yeah. just did one about um, sure. menstruating cycles and how that is affected by vaccines. Yeah, though, well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that seems to be quite transient and, and temporary. That's the point. That's one of the points. We need to study it more. We need to study it. Because the other side that just keeps putting out misinformation and disinformation seems to be tireless 
in that effort, an article in the San Francisco Examiner, I think, a Sunday magazine section, which was just phenomenal. I still have a picture of it. It says, uh, I call you murderer, an open letter to an incompetent idiot, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of NIAID. Thank you guys very much. This has been a fun episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Share with someone, anyone. Here we go. Rolling me out here.